Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Are we ready, gang? Ah! Sweet Caroline, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Brentford beat the champions and Arsenal will be top of Christmas. It's Monday, 14th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Eddie Brassel. I'm Vidisha Dantaraja. And I'm... <laughs> Hi, everybody. Good to have you with us. He's Pete Donaldson. You I filled am. us there for a minute, I didn't was, you? I was making the sound of an old di- dot matrix printer, for those of you <laughs> of my vintage. Uh-huh. <laughs> What other machines do you do? Oh, can you do an old school modem? Old school modem. Hang on. Your mum's coming close on the browser. What was the What was the one before that you just tempted? Washing machine. Ah, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or man at the end of the bar. Yeah. Um, chaps, how are we all? What a weekends of actions. What a weekend. Um, what a it, weekend. It was, I, I want to. By the way, I should go straight to uh, the old twitters. Uh, Nathan said, uh, t- uh, presumably this is to me. You forgot to unlock the weekend. What am I going to do now? Sorry, Nate. Well, you're on the right side of the fence now, so uh, you've missed a whole weekend. Yeah. You've got to unlock the weekend. Are you going to unlock the tournament? Um, I, uh, I'm staying well been, away from that. Have uh, you been given the keys to the tournament, Marcus? Uh, certainly not. Uh, right. I, I think that we all have an understanding. I did say on Friday um, that, uh, you know, it'll soon be pitbull o'clock. And as soon as you heard 
the great man. That was the that was the cue. So okay, sorry, right. Nathan. Yeah. You really should understand what's going on here. Anyway, enough of the bollocks, everybody. Let's go to our highlights of the weekend. Andy Brass, I want you to start. Well, I'm going to say my highlight of the weekend. It, it was a genuine highlight of the weekend hmm. that I didn't get to talk about on my Sunday night radio show because bloody Cristiano Ronaldo mm. that will come to <laughs> later, I'm interview. sure. Right. But, uh, you know, from one great Portuguese to another, Jose Mourinho's meltdown. Oh, It was brilliant. Go on. So he got uh, sent off mm. in the closing stages of the Roma Torino game in which they were mm-hmm. losing. Mm. Um, after that, Belotti gets a 90th minute penalty, mm-hmm. uh, which he takes against his former club, misses. After that, Paulo Dybala hits crossbar, and Emmanuel Matic scores. And th- this all happens <laughs> in the space of about four minutes. And Incredible. it starts with Mourinho's fire starting when um, I think it was Carol Linetti got Dybala and threw him to the floor and they didn't get a foul for it. And so Mourinho <laughs> went apeshit. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably to stop Dybala getting in trouble with the referee. So ah. he drew fire very well. Very Machiavellian Classic Mourinho plus, yeah, I love would say. That. It's good to see that he's, uh, I think, well, I say playing the hits, but maybe there's a little bit of original material in there mm. as well. So yeah, I mean, nice. he's, he's, he's got John Squire doing a solo on it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Peter, what about you? Uh, my highlight was uh, Ronaldo in a linen suit in November. What are you doing, mate? Get, <laughs> get, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> Excellent bitch. <clears throat> Uh, mine is coming straight out of Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on, do the accent. I've only got a fucking one, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> Explain to Americans what you're talking about. Uh, England won the T20 World Cup, but yeah. technically... Explain to Americans what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we've got Super Jossie Butler. Yeah. He knows exactly what we need. Um, It does come... <laughs> it does... <laughs> Can you put that big snakey um, pint glass snakey bed <laughs> down for just a second, please? You're just saying, Karen in the tax, Stokesy with the bat. There we are, come on. This is I've only got them on the T20s. Vicious. But it's, but, sorry, I do have a genuine one. And right. a no, that's one, enough. And no, 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 keep to cricket. No, no, no. Please and, it's keep from, to cricket. and it's from Australia. Oh, okay, I, don't that's saw, fine. I don't know if we saw this, but the Australian football squad have met up together yeah. ahead of Qatar. Uh-huh. Jackson Irvine. Right. Their uh, lan- lanky striker, one oh. of their many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which they didn't give to Scotland, um, <laughs> rocked up very NBA style mm. in, uh, you know, in, in a fancy, fancy new get up. Mm-hmm. Celtic Chuck, Mark Viduka on the back. Oh, really? Nice. Glorious. I like it. Yeah. Oh. There we are. You see, it all makes sense in the mm. end. Uh, there we are. My highlight of the weekend was the reports that the whole of the Manchester United team were arrested after uh, beating Fulham at Craven Cottage for robbery. Um, so there we are Uh, well let's go straight to uh, Manchester Manchester City 1 Brentford 2 because of this Arsenal will be 5 points clear at Christmas Luke Moore has been vindicated once again everybody Um, honestly he's like one of those kind of like looks on Twitter that like posts like a load of predictions and delete the ones that aren't true <laughs> and everybody's like oh soothsayer to be fair that he's, he's not like that though is he he did he's say like it that. apparently he said it we, have, we haven't found it. the haven't tapes <laughs> we haven't found the tapes everybody um, but everyone was against him but Thomas Frank <laughs> called this perhaps the best result in Brentford's history and when a manager says something like that you kind of go hmm and then I thought, I, I think he actually <laughs> might have a point there, old uh, old Franco. As he put it, we are the bus stop in Hounslow against the best team in the world. He loves that whole bus <laughs> okay, stop hold in Hounslow. Okay, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. It's not as, Hounslow. As, as someone who grew Hounslow? up in that area, yeah. there's more than one bus stop in Brentford. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think because if you miss your stop, you can just get off at the next one and walk it is, down. It is that 
I mean, it's I, I used to work around there quite a lot, and it is mm. it's that kind of like no man's land between Piccadilly line and 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 District line. That I can't yeah. I can't handle really. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you if you get on the wrong bit of the district line you're going to Gunnersbury rather than Scion Lane rather mm-hmm. than this rather than that and you're yeah. like and now they've got oh, ground um, that doesn't have pubs on the corner there's it, no sort of type of celestial navigation no. yeah but you can, you, can, you can walk up the road into South Ealing where you've got a lot of nice pubs you got <laughs> explain to Americans what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> public transport uh, we have it uh, we help it move around yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, those of you on the but west the district coast line and, and the Piccadilly it. line much like uh, that's how you got your name PD much like Jay Z isn't it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you like in that Vish I do yeah thank you very much uh, but yes Ivan Tony scored a brace to sink the champions he celebrated his uh, 98th minute winner by putting his fingers in his ears I, I used to be quite a popular celebration I remember Eric Cantona doing that back in the day but now mm. of course it's a it's a big old uh, that was Memphis's thing wasn't it yeah he it, did it was, that it was, it was I, I, Perez I, as well there you go well, I, I think it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a God thing <laughs> <laughs> it's a God thing isn't it because Memphis was like I only listen to God not any of you lot right, oh right okay. yeah. oh, interesting so, so he's not drowning out Gareth Southgate not taking him yeah, to yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah. I can't I'm hear you. I'm so doing yeah. the plane anyway. Tony, the phone's ringing. Pick it up. <laughs> I know you said, oh, it's the FA. No, they won't ask you about stuff that's not related to it. <laughs> It's not about England, Ivan. It's about something completely different. Uh, yes, uh, he, he, he scored two goals, two goals against Manchester City. And what the best thing about the game is we saw the clock go to 100 minutes. Always yeah, enjoy always a lot God blimey, it's so exciting when you see the uh, the seconds ticking up, Andy. Um, but yeah, but but Tony, um, I, I mean, he could have scored more if it mm. wasn't, you know... The, the, the was Bruyne a, had a clearance off the line. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. How is he running that far? I mean, <laughs> yeah. run the game on Man City's behalf and then... Tired them out. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like 2-1-1, one, one, wasn't it? And yeah. then he, suddenly De Bruyne was at, was at the back. But I mean, it's, it, there is like a COVID-19 protocol that says that, you know, Gareth Southgate could... Mm swap out a player so yeah. at this point I imagine like everyone else is doing like diagonal mm-hmm. um, you know striking drills and Callum Wilson's been told to just lick every handrail oh, in the, <laughs> <laughs> the training ground is that the uh, is it in Escape to Victory where they break the goalkeeper's legs yes. so slice the loaf yeah, and get yeah, in yeah. Break his arm. They break his arm. I think. But, yeah. Yeah. This reminds me of that. It, it was it very was different. Suck on this Q-tip. <laughs> Make it clean. <laughs> it was like with with Cambridge United when they were appointing a manager. They had this really unusual owner, George Rolls, and he told three separate people that they had the job. And then right. half an hour before the introductory press conference, he sent two of them a text saying, "Sorry, not you." <laughs> But not not even why are you, but just the letter U. Amazing. You know how people do in text. And one of those people was that, that he sent. Sorry, not yeah. you to was Liam Daish, who was definitely going to go down there and fight him if his <laughs> agent wouldn't have stopped him. Was he That's he's wild. like Simon Cowell or something? Yeah. Like, not yeah. you, not you. You're in. So that, that I mean, that's there's scope for that with the 26 man squad, isn't there? I think that's the honourable <laughs> thing to do. You. I think that is the way to do it. Yeah. Well, um, I tell you what, though, with Tony, it did it did make me think of talking about the England squad and so on. Obviously, he's not there. But Carlos uh, Rea in goal like linked quite well with Tony. And we talked about that on the Friday that they play <laughs> linked kind of... quite well. No, well, there was it's, a bit it's of... indicative of a, of a slightly poor side. Well, I'm, I, well, no, I know Are they well, linking no, well? Well, no, because when you know when Edison pings the ball out to someone, they're like, yeah. "Oh, look at that!" Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's well, what not... it's indicative of is a Spanish goalkeeper. When you... yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When you're exactly. facing, well, when you're a very facing... specific type of Spanish goalkeeper, <laughs> I haven't seen that a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> we've got one of them. When you when you're facing a press, like there's two ways of. Of, of defeating a press mm. be really confident in possession yes. or lump the fucking ball yeah, the, <laughs> well, what's wrong with going over the press over the press we've, we've forgotten the press I Didn't know exist. get yeah. over it for crying out loud <laughs> can I uh, so 
I, I, I've noticed something with Brentford for a while now and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Well, I, or rather, I couldn't quite see if it was deliberate, but they did it a couple of times against Man City as well. They do this thing uh, where they go to clear the ball down the flank. Mm-hmm. You know, but this, this kind of long ball, long pass thing. But they always cut, whoever has the ball, they never make the, they never clear it first of all. So, you know, whenever a player goes to clear the ball, often one of the forwards goes to close them down and they always cut inside mm. and then play the pass see, or play the right. ball forward. And so with that, if you think of what Tony or Mbuemo might be doing at that point, they're, they're running back, the defence is running back, they cut back and the striker or the forward always cuts back as well. Mm-hmm. So suddenly they've got a bit more space to control the ball and those extra seconds allow one or two other players to join them. Yes, They've done it so many times that it can't be a, co- a coincidence. And Jensen in particular is brilliant at it. Yeah, so, th- so it's clearly, that's what, and that's what we were saying on Friday, that when we were saying their direct style, we were quick to say, but that's not direct in a kind of a just hit it long and get a flick on kind of thing. Because it's not coincidence that no, every exactly. time they do that, it goes to one of their players well, well, exactly. and they start other moves. But the, but the reason why I thought, you know, with, 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 with Raya and Tony linking quite well and Tony being quite physical is again why I would have taken him in the England squad. Now, obviously, all being well, Kane starts and he will play pretty much every minute. But with Tony, you know, I think he is more similar to Kane than perhaps Wilson, mm. although I know they're different players and da 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 da. But, but, but another thing is, is that actually when England are under pressure with the press and all that kind of stuff, which like, I hope they will be because it will mean England have gone far in the tournament, <laughs> if you see what I mean. But, but if England do find themselves in a situation where, where, where that is the case, actually, Pickford's... Um, you know, uh, distribution, distribution is, is not bad for an English goalkeeper. Yeah. And actually, you know, just play the long ball, Andy, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it was the opposite point, I think, that Luke made to that on mm-hmm. um, Friday, wasn't it? That that Wilson maybe got picked because he's something different, mm-hmm. um, which I, I can understand, you know, if, if you're if you're chasing a goal or, or, or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I would have preferred Tony as a, as a pick, yeah. to, be, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, Tony, he... he, he... I mean, he was just the, the way he works the, the back line as well. I like when he said they might be Manchester City, but they're humans and humans make mistakes. And Tony posted a picture on Instagram of him celebrating his winner. Reese James commented saying, if I speak, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> and I think he liked a post that maybe was it Paul Merson uh, uh, said, or something Paul Merson said um, about, you know, he's gambling on Carl Walker and Calvin Phillips, which is Less of a gamble, I suppose, because Calvin Phillips is actually back playing. He's just match, not match fit. And Reese James, but he, and and sorry, Merson also said, but he's not gambling on Reese James. And Reese James apparently liked that little post. So. Well, that's fine. And I, I think this this comment on Tony never play for England again. <laughs> I think this comment on Tony thing was basically a caption for the photo that Tony posted, right. rather than. Reese James saying, "If I Reese yes. James speak, then I'll yeah, be in yeah, big yeah, trouble." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. We, we, it's, but anyway, back to Brentford though, an, an amazing result, and I do agree with Thomas Frank that he's quite possibly the, one of the best uh, results in the history. Um, Kate uh, asked Ben Me about managing Erling Haaland on uh, their recent episode of uh, the Drop In, and Me kept the big man very quiet. Did he not, Andy? It, it felt to me like it was forty percent Haaland. I mean, that's not to diminish Ben Mee's achievement. Obviously, you've given him a majority sixty percent. He played him. He played him very well. Mm. But um, yeah, Holland's not fit at the moment. I, I don't. I don't think. Or has he forgotten that he's not going to the World Cup? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I guess the thing is, if he had have been going to the World Cup, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have played at the weekend. Mm-hmm. You it, saw that. You that saw way. that a bit about, didn't you? So Callum Wilson started on the bench for Newcastle. Um, Madison obviously started but went off quite early Mitrovic didn't play at all mm. 
Yeah, well, Mitrovic has been struggling a little bit um, with, uh, yeah. with injury of late. Um, had he have started, then Fulham would have definitely won the game, but I'm not bitter. A lot of penalty checks in the in the first half against Brentford, which were quite enjoyable. Mm. Uh, with, was it? Well, like, because was I, that quite enjoyable? Yeah, because with, with that, I always think, fuck, life is too short for all this. <laughs> there I was don't so, even care if it's right or wrong anymore. There was so, there was so many... The Turkish League. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. There were so many checks and so many like complaining and people pointing to checks that it turned into admin. Yeah, well, no, but I just yeah, thought it was yeah. quite, that's what I mean. Like, I just found the whole thing hilarious. Yeah. Like, just, to me, it was, and then one of them wasn't given because they couldn't determine on whether it was inside the penalty area or a free kick. Oh, you yes. couldn't log in the, the DocuSign account with a PDF. <laughs> <that you sent laughs> like, Fuck off. There's a reason on 24, you don't see Jack Bauer filling out forms, do you? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Who does that the next Damn it, day? Tony, we don't have time. <laughs> I know, I want, I want, you know, yeah, I want it to be 25 and you get that extra episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Have um, a shower, lad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way, speaking of the World Cup and admin, um, if you will, did you see the Louis van Gaal, how he was uh, talking about picking his... Uh, for the Netherlands when he said um, he, when he was talking about uh, when he went to talk about those who weren't included in the squad um, he said that I called the players who I didn't include from 8.30 until 10am I saw players naked still lying in bed this morning while I had to call them why is he video calling them yeah. I know why is he video calling them why why are people answering why are people there's so many questions there well I, th- I think with Jasper Sillison apparently he went absolutely mental when he, yeah. he didn't get picked but presumably couldn't do anything because he didn't have any trousers on. No, well, Andy, I, 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 I hate to think what he, what he, what he did do. I love Van Gaal, but not everything has to be an innuendo. No, that's true. Yeah, there's he, no innuendo there. It's just yeah, that's true. It's, yeah. it's just naked people. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's an old Dutch man. Yeah. Yeah. comes to the territory, maybe. There's all the innuendo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Arsenal will be top at Christmas, of course, because they're top right now. Uh, they beat Wolverhampton Wanderers 2-0 at Molyneux. I'm not having this top at Christmas, bollocks. Yeah? There's the fewest a... games we've ever played before. <laughs> and we're saying top at where, Christmas. It was just a bit, Pete, on Match of the Day where... Uh, Gary Lineker goes, no team ever in mid-November. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. like, come on, Oi, man. Uh, come back to you when they're 12 points clear. <laughs> you know what? what? I will accept top at Thanksgiving. Yes. All yeah, right. yeah, nice. yeah. But not Christmas. Is that, is yeah. that going to be a new category, do you think, going forward? I know, I think, yeah. I think top at Guy Fawkes, let's keep it British. <laughs> uh, Even though they played like two weeks of games <laughs> after it. <laughs> top, before, top during an awful World Cup. There we are. Let's top by that. daylight savings. <laughs> yeah. Well, Arteta said, obviously, nobody expected us to be where we are right now other than Luke Moore, uh, is the full mm. quote from Arteta, yeah. uh, to which the whole Arsenal squad gave Luke a round of applause. <laughs> Eric, Eric on Twitter said, Luke is going to be unbearable, and I love it. That's yeah. Eric Moore, I assume. <laughs> Going to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Naughty. Um, Can he find any other default setting? <laughs> oh, he's not here to defend himself. So, oh, so he's terrible to me. No, no, I'm just He's always slating my picks for the weekend uh, betting and stuff. Peter, I'm saying he's not here. Get involved. Get, all right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> good. Just get your digs in now. Um, <laughs> the last time Arsenal were top at the table at Christmas, apparently, was in 2007, according to Match of the Day. The last time they were top at Crimbo and went, on to become champions apparently it was in 1947 so it's not happening I, th- I think it's I think it's there's only a few sides that have been at top Christmas haven't won it but I think each time they've been beaten by Man City so yeah. watch out <laughs> no, no, yeah. well and uh, presumably Newcastle have been top at Christmas before Peter uh, yes, I believe Martin Odegaard or Odegaard uh, should I say thriving as Arsenal captain Andy mm. what a player yeah he's had a super time isn't he? I know, and I, I said this recently, and this is 
more for my own benefit, but it wasn't that long ago where I was thinking, is he going to be one of those wonder kids who just doesn't doesn't quite happen, you know? But it is bloody happening. It's, it's funny because his it's been happening for a while. Yeah, it has. Yeah. But I think when they signed him permanently off the off the loan spell. Mm. It didn't feel like a sure thing then. Like mm. he was quite good when he was on loan there, no, no, yeah, but, but not flashes. absolutely convincing. It was almost like you know, going back to what we we're saying about Villa and Felipe Coutinho. Mm. Like he played just well enough on loan <laughs> yeah, for them to yeah, convince yeah, yeah, themselves yeah, yeah. to sign him. That's what you mean. I, I think it was a similar thing with Odegaard. I don't think anyone could have reasonably expected a then and b obviously when he was fifteen and got signed for Real Madrid that he would turn into this yeah it's an incredible mm. surprise well it I is think. yeah and they're having a lovely old time I mean a very pro- professional job would you say at Wolverhampton Wanderers hold their nerve make sure that they do clinch that top spot for Christmas fish yeah I mean they've been very impressive in terms of their game management which isn't something you would say against Arsenal well you know say in Arsenal's favour even really at the start of the season like mm. they managed the Manchester United game really poorly yeah when they lost um, and this they just seem that little bit more reliable. You even get it from their fans as well. You know, obviously away fans are the most passionate, you know, um, embodiment of, of a fan group. But yeah. there's a bit, bit of calm about them. There's, yeah. you know, there's there's a real togetherness on the field as well. And it all feels quite sustainable. Well, then they'll need that the, coming to the new year. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, it is still early. But the one thing you would say if you, you wanted to make yourself believe <laughs> that Arsenal were going to challenge to the end and, you know, make sure of the top four at least mm-hmm. and all, all the rest of it is the fact that if you look at all those games so far, I don't really think there's any points that they've they've stolen. Mm-hmm. And you know when you, you look through a season and you think, you know, you need the luck of champions or whatever, their performance mm-hmm. levels have been way better than anyone else in the league. No, I do agree you know, with you. I, if, if anything, they could have got more points out of the games they've played rather than less. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's a good point. Um, Wolves will go into Christmas bottom of the league. Um, they have a new manager though, Julian, uh, Julian sorry, Lopetegui, who was presented on the pitch before the game. He takes charge today. Apparently, he obviously wasn't in charge for the Arsenal game. Chairman Jeff Shee uh, said in his programme notes that he doesn't expect to start winning straight away. What I on don't earth know, is that? I don't know whether that's a comment on because the World Cup's getting in the way. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or he's looked at Lopetegui <laughs> and thought, I may have overrated this guy. <laughs> what do you think, Andy? Lopetegui, good fit? I mean, they were trying to get him for ages and they've finally got their man. Yeah, they, they, they have. I mean... I think it all depends so much on on, on the window. Um, obviously, he's got a, a chance to work with some of those players, some of whom aren't going to the World Cup, which I think is is, is quite helpful. Um, but my God, they've got a lot to do. They really do. And like, by window, do you mean like whether he looks, he's going to escape? <laughs> yeah, when exactly. he sees the squad, every manager has a window. All depends on if he runs away. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those hotel windows that doesn't actually open. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh... But like, I, I don't think he's been left with a great hand. I mean, there, there are, I would say there are quite a lot of good players there. Mm. But the goal scoring problem, which is the main problem, doesn't look any closer to being solved. And whoever thought Diego Costa was the answer really needs to be binned. Yeah. It's, Although I'm a social media guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, Gonzalo Guedes, is, am I pronouncing that right? Gedge. Gedge. Oh, right. Wow, really? Yeah, it's Portugal. Gedge. Portuguese. You've never stood a chance. I know, yeah. <laughs> you wee gedgy. <laughs> Shoes on the other foot now. Um, I, I, pronounced <laughs> I think he's out. He looked like pretty good yesterday. Yeah. Mm. I think some, like he, he was very much operating independently, which isn't great. 
But there's something about him that looks like that you can really. He looks like a, a mm. forward that you can hang your hat on. If he could, ha- if he could hit his best all the time, he would be amongst the better players in the world. See, but he's, I, he's just so inconsistent. I'm just worried for Wolves. You can't rely on him for goals. I'm worried for them because the, the new manager bounced. They've they've wasted it because there's the World Cup coming. <laughs> yeah, so they'll, they'll smash a load of teams in friendlies and stuff, I but they won't get in points. <laughs> Taking on your cover. Again. Um, I think with um, I think with teams down sort of Wolves end of the table, yeah. you you include like. Uh, you know, Brendan Rodgers in this, you would say, yeah. like they got to be thanking their lucky stars that Arteta is in this, is in the um, in the hot seat at Arsenal because he had to weather such a huge storm himself, mm. and so chairman are going. Just keep all of them and so all these brilliant. <laughs> if they're about to be sacked, do they do they quickly draw the heart and the brain on the yes. ball? Yeah, yeah. Chairman goes in and goes. Oh, all right, okay. You've just bought yourself another three months. Stick with the process, unless it's Steve Bruce. Uh, yeah, that's right. Unless yeah, it's yeah. Steve Bruce's process, then never stick with that one. That's not a brain, Steve. That's, that's a Yorkshire pudding. Um, <laughs> process. That's processed. Yeah. Uh, well, Peter, you said Wolves' is end of the table. Let's go to the other end of the table. Yeah. When Newcastle United. The King's are. table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Newcastle United two points behind Manchester City at Christmas <laughs> incredible beat Chelsea 1-0 a huge win uh, yeah I think and, and I you would say apart from maybe Liverpool they got they got beaten and, and the Man City match again which they got beaten um, they've not They've. I think the fixture computer has been rather um, pleasant to them mm-hmm. uh, over the times and also they're playing um, teams like Chelsea who were a little bit um, who were going through a bit of a, mm-hmm. a bad bad run of things at yeah. the moment so they've been quite lucky but uh, that that defence man they're just sort of like wow, honestly, Pope that... was just Pope may as well just been sat against the post and, it, and he was called it to, to do quite a nice save at, at one point but again it's the sort of save that yeah. you, you would expect Nick Pope to be making well, so yeah, it's fantastic a, and this is why Pope shouldn't start for England because he'll have a lot more work to do you know <laughs> lulled into a full sense of security but Newcastle defensively yeah, doesn't that so show impressive I what Pete was saying it shows how far they've, they've come I, I've made this point. I think the fact, the fact that you've got a goalkeeper like that it's, it's kind of the opposite of De Gea in the glory years at Manchester yeah. United when he's having to make far too many saves so you don't know mm. if he can be a goalkeeper for a top team you don't know if he can stand there and do nothing for 89 minutes well, but right. that Pope can like do nothing and then put out that amazing save from Conor Gallagher he gets smoked up he's probably quite cold <laughs> <laughs> if he wants yeah. <laughs> bring back that sweatshirt <laughs> and it's what Robbie Williams wanted to see uh, but yeah I think yeah the, the Newcastle defence and, and, and the way Howe's done that you, you have to give them credit um, versatility, versatility a big damn B like big damn B I mean I'm just saying Gareth, yeah. you, you need a left back and you need central defensive cover yeah Idiot. Well, it, it's too late now <laughs> Idiot. It's, it's too late now. Jamal sells another one of the defenders, not as used as much, of no. course. Uh, he, Still uh, sort of club captain inexplicably, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's I weird. Know. I don't know what that's it, gone on there. It's the Thomas Vermarlin approach uh, <laughs> to doing things, I think. Um, he, he started shoving Kukurea at one point uh, before he was trying to take a throw in. So he's trying to get involved, you know. I mean, they've they, 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 they been, been shit housing all yeah. They've been yeah. time wasting, uh-huh. they've been diving, they've been. Well, maybe Kai Havertz took this personally because he seems to sort of square up to the whole of the Newcastle United <laughs> squad. <laughs> Did you not think that reeked? of Havertz in particular but the, the wider squad just feeling a bit embarrassed by the whole situation mm, it was maybe. like they yeah. they didn't like being shown up in that manner because the way Newcastle were holding firm against them at the end mm-hmm. and the crowd like really lording it up and all the players you know yeah 
you know, doing what any mm. other team in that situation would do, try and take time out of the game, try and get them a bit flustered. Mm. I think they they really lost their nerve at the end there. Mm. And you In the I, Kennedy I, derby as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still there? No, he's certainly not. But, the, but there was almost a sense of like, I wonder if you're a Chelsea fan, if you look at that and you're like, you know, I don't mind, I don't mind seeing my team do that. Maybe do it for the previous 90 minutes. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. A, bit of, a bit of that. Um, did you see that Joel Linton uh, and Bruno Guimarães have been very good for Newcastle, of course, uh, this season. Uh, the latter will be going to the World Cup with Brazil. Guimarães posted on Instagram saying, very proud of the boys. Let's keep going. See you after the World Cup. Love it at NUFC. And Joel Linton replied saying, let's fuck it. <laughs> with three heart let's emojis. fuck it. <laughs> fuck what? I don't fuck know. Fuck what? What, are what is he fucking now, Joel Linton? <laughs> Oh, Joel Joel Linden, what are you fucking now? What are you like? Well, it is Thanksgiving. (laughs) Is that his response? Who wants seconds? Not me, Joel Linden. No thanks. Have you seen the football they're using for the World Cup, Joel Linden? Let's no, no. <laughs> oh dear, Joel, me. have you not been paying attention to any of the coverage about Qatar? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for listening, to Michael, for drawing our attention to that one. We should say, nice one, Michael. Yeah. Um, quick word on uh, Chelsea before we go to a break, uh, Andy. Fourteen games into Potter's reign, uh, they're eight points off the top four now. Peter Drury, um, your favourite commentator of mine, said Potter's yeah. Chelsea are playing a new kind of pressing football. Depressing. Honestly, when football's poet laureate is taking shots at you, yeah, dire state but is, is this not the the Potter Chelsea that we were expecting at the beginning? You know, know, him struggling to adjust to a much bigger club, a much bigger squad, mm. loads more egos, all that sort of stuff. Uh, maybe is it his struggle per se though? Isn't it just yeah. them being? Tell that, to, yeah, tell that I mean, to Big he can't, he can't really be judged on it on it so far. <laughs> Is that what he's going to say to Tom Foley after another few games? Is it my struggle? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're the one who owns the club, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's look, not a good negotiation look, tactic. Look, it's your money. You can do what you want with it, but that's you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you are an idiot. <laughs> oh dear. Well, yeah, they, they, they've uh, they've got uh, a number of weeks now to try and uh, sort it out. Uh, right, everybody. Before we get to the break, a reminder that the second episode of Inside the Cat. Our World Cup is out tomorrow. Kate heads to the heart of stadiums and infrastructure around the tournament to find out what's waiting for fans travelling there. She speaks to the project manager of the LaSalle Stadium about the troubling problems it has faced in construction, of course, um, and at test events. She also heads to various fan parks, accommodation and public transport and finds that in nearly all cases, it's not anywhere near what was promised. So the second episode is out tomorrow on the Football Rumble feed, so keep an eye out for that. It's really, really good. And um, I heard the first one uh, yesterday and just got around listening to it and my favourite bit is a clip of David Beckham um, saying oh it's my favourite spice market mm. <laughs> he's gone I mean there's just Qatari spice market yeah. and he goes oh this is one of my favourite spice markets yeah. how many spice markets have you been to we know, we know. where's your favourite so what's your favourite spice market Marcus uh, the posh one the posh one <laughs> I like it when they make pyramids out of the turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> the one in Marrakesh in the Hitman level that I like. Have you got any nutmeg? Have you got <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> it's time for a break. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I've got a little one. Um, it was just banter. And I said, I know that, Sean. Welcome back to uh, the Football Ramble, everybody. Good, I know that in a while. That was good. Trust, <laughs> we trust Breachy to take it down a peg. Indeed, yeah. And Richard Keyes. And Keyesy. Yeah, exactly. Breachy yeah. and Keyesy. God blimey. Two peas in a pod. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Key breach or breach key sounds like a Steven Seagal film. <laughs> There's been a key breach in, in the National Dam. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh dearie me. Right, back to the Premier League, everybody. Spurs four, Leeds United three. Another barn burning game involving Leeds United. They bloody love it. Spurs came back from being behind three times, of course, uh, before uh, going ahead in the 83rd minute and holding that lead, uh, which is something uh, Leeds couldn't do. Jesse Marsh said after the game, I feel like someone has ripped my heart out. Poor man. Um, but yeah, but uh, Spurs are, are quite unspursy right now, you'd say. They've won 13 points from uh, losing positions this season, which is more than any other team uh, in, in the league, I believe. They are powered by goals conceded, though, aren't they? <laughs> they are, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what you were saying about Arsenal earlier, Andy, it is kind of the opposite um, that what's the approach that Spurs are taking to the game. Yeah, I think with both Spurs and Leeds, I mean, not that this was predictable in any way, this game, mm-hmm. but if you can think of two teams in the division who have a lot in terms of ceiling 
obviously at very different levels, mm-hmm. Spurs and Leeds, but absolutely nothing in terms of control. Mm, like, yeah, like, absolutely. It, it's just shambolic in a very enjoyable way for a for a neutral. But I've I've seen Spurs a lot at first hand this season, and you never feel like they're in control of it. You know that idea that that Conte is all about control and everyone mm-hmm. knows their jobs. I think that's the issue. You know, people Has it, are, is he normally like that with his, with no, his teams? No, pe- pe- people are talking a lot at, at the moment about the fact that, well, you know, Spurs haven't played well, but they've been getting the, the results. And, you know, they've, they've they won the group in the Champions League. Um, they're top four in the league. And it's, it's like, it's, it's true, but ultimately good process equals where you want to go in the end. Mm. So what, and it, it feels to me like they're busking it due to the exceptional qualities of their individual players so at what, the moment. So what's Conte not doing here that perhaps he did when he, when he won the league at Chelsea? You could argue maybe better squad and different... Yeah. This, that, and the other, but won, won the league at Chelsea, won the league at Inter as well. Obviously, I mean, going back a bit now, but Juventus, you know, they were... Again, I know it's Juventus and at that time in Italian football, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you know, I think but, the difference between <clears throat> Spurs now mm-hmm. and those two teams that, that, that you mentioned is they Three seem teams. they seem incredibly reliant on just a couple of players. But is it like, like the difference tactics? that the difference that Kulusevski makes? Yes, but, I, I think. But you, has he not quite got the the his, his tactics and his system seeped into this squad? Do you not think you touched on it there when you talked about better squads of those two teams in mm-hmm. that? He does have a few of those in certain places, and obviously doing without Christian Romero hasn't helped like the last few weeks or so. Yeah. But beyond that, there is not as much. Spurs are basically trying to do an impression of a old Conte team, and then right. when they fall behind, they I do an impression fair. of their yeah. of a previous Spurs. So, team. do you think Conte is not the kind of? I mean, it's a very small table at the very, very, very top of the, the management game. You know, Guardiola's there, you know, Klopp and so on. But I mean, Conte was certainly not far off. But you, you think now that he's just, he's not quite the kind of elite level manager that maybe he once was. No, I mean, I, I don't see why we would downgrade him because of what's happening now. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Spurs aren't actually doing that badly. No, but... I think but... if you went to Spurs fans at the start of the season and said, right, so... You know, come this World Cup mm-hmm. break, you're going to be fourth on 29 points. Mm-hmm. Be off, you know, you're not going to be close to the leaders, but, you know, you're going to be three points off the team in, in second. You would take that, wouldn't you? So do you think the fact that it's Arsenal at the top of the league are maybe clouding the judgment of Spurs? I think maybe it's clouding the judgment of everyone else. I think the reason Spurs fans might be a bit disgruntled is because, they, you know, because of that game has basically been how their season has played out so but far. Then, but I, then, I mean, I think we have, to, we have to take into account that Conte inherited a mess. I think yeah. both, oh, totally, yeah. both both philosophically and in terms of the the balance of the squad and fashion wise, Son's jacket was a bit weird. So. Oh, I quite liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought did, I did like it. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did I very likely wear that. But he won. Sorry, who nearly, who nearly accidentally squeezed him in the face? By the way, uh, Ben Davis oh, was yeah. it? Ben Davis, <laughs> right? Okay. Squeezed him in the face. Yeah, he showed it on match of the day too. And he, he, he moved his face out of the way. Oh, I see. Because he's yes. recovering from the ice hockey <laughs> operation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, man. <laughs> son out of World Cup after Ben Davis squeezes little cheeks. His eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but if, but if, from what we're saying though, with with Conte, yes, of course he inherited a mess and he's done a good job. Blah 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 blah. But what you're saying about that they're not in control, the criticism and so on. Should he be getting more of a tune then out of Spurs, despite the results in the league position? I think it just shows that there's a way to go. There's a way to go in terms of him spending time with them, in Mm -hmm. terms of squad construction. And, you know, I think that's the interesting thing about this break now. You know, we talked about it, and obviously some of these players are going to be away. But, you know, time is the most precious commodity in football, especially over the last couple of years when 
the program has just been mad. Mm. It's, it's just been ridiculous. Coaching players, I've, I've, I've got enormous admiration for coaches who are actually able to coach players into improvement with no time to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's amazing. Well, uh, on yeah, it was, it was a great game and Leeds United played their part. And Vish, you said the other week that they're very good to watch due to their commitment to being chaotic or words to that effect. Yeah, they're, they're one of the best teams to watch if you don't mind if they win or lose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Somerville's having a lovely time. Four goals in four games for Leeds. I mean, he's... he's, he's can't stop scoring. That was a very tidy finish, I thought. It was a tidy like, finish. But very little room to work with. What do you think of Tyler, Tyler Adams is uh, sending off? Was, 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 That's the dopiest second booking I've ever seen. Yeah, because it just it was unnecessary. And, and even he thought, oh, what have I done there? Straight away, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he got, he got away with one. Yeah. And then yeah. he went and did it again, like almost straight away. Adding yeah. to the mania, though. I think just some to games just demand it. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I mean, look, Leeds, they were excellent and... Uh, you know, Rodrigo, he's scoring a lot of goals at the moment and so on. Well, the, the, the thing is, like, if you go back to Luis Enrique's first spell in charge of Spain, he was brilliant at the tip of that because they played slightly more vertically than you would expect a, a Spanish side to, to, mm. to do. And, you know, he's, he's done that pretty well this season, but it's, it's always been a, a question with him, can he score consistently? Yeah. I guess we don't know whether it's real him or a purple patch at the, at the moment that, right. would, that would be the question True I suppose enough. yeah uh, I mean Kane did score um, it probably shouldn't have been allowed because it did look like a foul on the goalkeeper well um, they both had a goal that shouldn't be allowed each didn't they you could argue that yeah. yes um, but after last week uh, Antonio Conte saying that Harry Kane looked tired he uh, he changed his tune on the weekend saying I see it in his eyes that Harry is ready to take on the world did he say that to just keep the journalists <laughs> not, not my problem now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, before the Nottingham Forest get away in the, in the League Cup yeah they all look a bit tired and all the and says, like, ah, a couple of questions for you. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, he's fine. He's ready. Get off my, <laughs> get off my <laughs> lawn. It's your, your problem now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of problems, Cristiano Ronaldo. That's where we go. Manchester United, of course, beat Fulham at two-one at Craven Cottage. Garnacho with a with a lovely winner in stoppage time. I mean, that mm. turn of pace was something else. Um, don't don't believe what you saw in match of the day two and the highlights, by the way, because it really really confused me. That was propaganda. Uh, Fulham, <laughs> Fulham. Were, uh, if you watch the 90 minutes, you'll know that they, they should have won the game. But anyway, I'm not bitter, of course. Marco Silva looks so sad at the end. Oh, Andy, it was so, such a sickener. As Luke Moore said to me uh, in the stand, that's a stripy jumper job from Man United there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But um, but the big news coming out of Old Trafford. Uh, well, it's not really coming out of Old Trafford. It's anywhere else but Old Trafford, yeah. is it? Uh, I think he's going into Old Trafford. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Coming from a safe distance from Old Trafford. Yeah. Speaking of propaganda, talk TV. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a coup. Yeah. Um, of course, Ronaldo was interviewed by uh, your um, friend and mine, Piers Morgan. Uh, yeah, revealed. Uh, I mean, there were some quite strong accusations, actually. I'm sure everybody has seen this and, and some of the clips that have emerged. Um, he, 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 In that interview, um, he, he accused Manchester United of betraying him. He said Eric Ten Hag and other senior figures at the club have been trying to force him out. He said that he doesn't have um, any respect for Ten Hag because, and the accusation was, Ten Hag doesn't have any respect uh, for, for for him, for, for, for Ronaldo. And the most serious ac- accusation you would you would suggest was um, that the club lacked empathy, particularly in, in the summer when his three-month-old daughter was hospitalised in July, which delayed his return to pre-season training. But according to Ronaldo, the senior executives doubted um, the excuse. So, especially with the latter, some some quite serious stuff there. Vish, Vish what, do you, what do you make of all this? I mean, I, I'm quite sure we can guess what you think of Piers Morgan and Talk TV but in regards to Ronaldo and some of these accusations and and the interview Um, 
the stuff about the daughter mm-hmm. is pretty sad, to be honest. I think we made mention of it once or twice when we were discussing, mm-hmm. um, you know, the talk of Ronaldo moving away in the summer, and that it, there was there was this thing that he was he was dealing with. Um, so, and, that, uh, and that, that's we can't really get into those, no, really, exactly. It's very yeah. much he, sure. they, they said one thing, he said the other. So, yeah. I think like so to to work from the moment it came out. My immediate reaction was a bit of shock, although not unexpected for someone of his profile and someone who's acted the way he has in the past. Bear in mind when he moved to Real Madrid or rather when he was pushing for that move to Real Madrid from Manchester United in the first place, um, there was that line where he said he felt like a slave mm-hmm. at the club. Very odd. But um, people do these things to force move, moves all the time. And then when you read through and, and listen to a lot of his comments, it's interesting because none of the things he's saying are particularly wrong. You know, the state of, of the facilities at mm. Old Trafford and the training ground, mm-hmm. they are, you know, they are in need of repair um, when you think of how far Manchester United are behind the rest of the pack. Again, very true. How it's, much it's... they've fallen since Sir Alex Ferguson. Again, very true. The poor de- decisions from top to bottom of the club. Again, spot on. It's it's Latan's fruit juice all over again. Yeah. <laughs> when he got charged a dollar for, uh, for for his, I mean, I don't know what hotel I was staying in that, that it just cost a pound for, yeah. uh, for a fruit juice. Was it the Lowry? They love the Lowry. <laughs> they do love the Lowry. Yeah. The the funny thing though, running through a lot of the football side of those um, things that he brought up was, yeah, they're all true, and Cristiano Ronaldo is part of that. He's part exactly. of exactly. That's that's yeah. that's, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? The fact that. If you're saying the club is so poorly run in all of these ways, there's no vision, there's no future. The, the, the only bit you're missing is mm. that's why they signed me. <laughs> should he have, Isn't it though? Should he have accused them, uh, you know, for, for, for signing him, it was a bad move. Maybe that was the accusation that their, their recruitment, that would have been quite something. <laughs> it was quite, quite mad. Um, but we, he, he was quite unforgiving uh, about uh, former manager Ralph Rangnick. Which I think a lot of people are since that, that happened. Because I, I, I mean, I remember at the thing we were like, oh, this, this is maybe not a bad idea. But then Ronaldo said on this interview with old uh, P. Morg, uh, if you're not even a coach, how are you going to be the boss of Manchester United? I'd never even heard of him. And again, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that. But Pete, what about this one? He's had a dig at Wayne Rooney. Don't have a dig. As if Waz has not suffered enough. Um, he said, I don't know why he criticises me so much. Probably because he's finished his career and I'm still playing at the top level. I'm not going to say that I'm looking better than him, which is true. <laughs> okay, so. I mean, is that not does that not just sum up yeah. the vibe of the man? Absolutely, there? yeah. Yeah. I've 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 spent more on my hair than when. Rooney. I he's, 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 Rooney's he, had a hair transplant. Oh, good point. That's a very good point, <laughs> yeah. actually. You picked the one thing. You picked the one thing. one thing Wayne's invested in, for crying out loud. Yeah. I think... He's uh, never even heard of collagen. Do you, <laughs> do you not think that, like, on the eve of a tournament in which... I know they've got a favourable draw and stuff. Do you think on an eve of a tournament, he's, you know, he's passed his best Cristiano Ronaldo. He might not have a good good tournament. So there's a little bit of obfuscation of sort of going, mm-hmm. like, this being the story rather than, you know, in the next month. I, I can't may, believe yeah. you're massively happy with this if you're Portugal. Yeah. Like, mm. What a pain in the arse yeah, for them yeah, to, have to, to, to have to deal with all that sort of stuff. Well, that's, that's plainly not going to happen. Whatever state he's in, mm-hmm. he will start that first mm-hmm. game against Ghana. There's, there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. I, I think... The, the one thing we can overlook here, mm-hmm. and I, I, I think this is very poor behaviour. I don't, I don't think we can get past that. Having said that, I also think it suits Manchester United very well. 100%. Because <laughs> the fact is, now, if they cancel his contract in like last summer when everyone's saying they should have done it, mm-hmm. and they couldn't because yep. he had that personal stuff going on and because he'd come off the back of, at least statistically, a pretty mm-hmm. good season. If they pay him up last summer, it looks like they've fucked up. Right. Now they pay him off 
and it looks like they're doing the right thing. They're continuing the progression under yeah. Eric Ten Hag. Mm-hmm. Um, they're cleaning house and, you know, this is the way forward for Manchester United. Mm-hmm. It works for him as well because yep. it's the only way he's going to find a deal mm-hmm. at another club. And it's looked great for Ten Hag because Ten Hag is no way mm-hmm. the stature that he can come in and go to Cristiano Ronaldo, right, I don't need you anymore, go away. Mm. Whereas now the fact that he's making an example of him in inverted commas, he can, we you said, know... We said that last time. Yeah. Like, he's making, making Ten Hag's job 10 times easier. Yeah. And, and, it makes and him they, look like hard man Eric Ten Hag. And they've also yeah. got the blueprint yeah. of over in bloody Arsenal. Arteta, with how he dealt with uh, Orbs and, um, and, and uh, what do you call it? Ozil. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of, it's kind of like all of these sort of situations, like they cancel, they were cancelling contracts left, right and centre yeah. Arsenal. So it's like, this is, that is the blueprint for success. It's, Can't get Strip your wage, Bill, cancel a lot of contracts and ship them it's all It's the council out. contract culture. It's the council contract <laughs> Uh, which, which we're much more into in football That's a short time if I've ever had one. <laughs> Good God. Um, but I, it took us 40 minutes. There we go, you see? We're getting there in the end, everybody. <laughs> what I love about this, though, is um, you know as, as well as I do, Todd Bowley's on the phone. <laughs> Todd Bowley he, Todd Bowley will try and get him for Chelsea again and Graham Potter will just be like <laughs> obviously what Ru- you know? obviously Ru- 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 Ruben Amarim because Sporting played late last night oh, Ruben they? Amarim immediately it was the first question yeah. he got in the press conference right. and he gave it the, the usual blar about everyone here loves him mm-hmm. uh, but he's a Manchester United player what he didn't say mm-hmm. is we can't afford him which is what he said every time before because obviously right. If he gets bin for free and he doesn't ask the earth, mm-hmm. just saying. Oi, Todd Bowley's going to try and get him for Chelsea, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think they've been linked this morning, haven't they? There you go. Ridiculous behaviour. <laughs> oh, blimey. It's quite a shame, though, for Ronaldo. I mean, here we are, one of the best players ever to play the game. And it's like, well, do you want him? I don't, we're not having him. Even the quandary that some United fans found themselves in when he joined and there were those very serious allegations against him, mm-hmm. which we talked about at the time... This, I think across the board, this makes being a Manchester United player, being someone who's got United's best interests at heart and being a Manchester United fan, that little bit easier. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well, I'm pleased for you then. <laughs> um, all right, gentlemen. Um, let's, uh, let, 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 let's finish our Premier League round up with um, a great win for Bournemouth, who won 3-0 at home to Everton. Um Bournemouth finishing this, I want to say it's sort of half, it's not halfway through, this sort of segment of the Premier League uh, quite well uh, with that victory. But Everton, the scenes at the end of the game. Is it because it's 7-1 on aggregate? What, against uh, Bournemouth? Yeah, yeah in, in, in this week. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly, quite yeah. possibly. But they were furious uh, and you can understand why. Um, it was a poor performance from Everton you know they, they, they haven't looked good at all uh, really you could argue for most of the season but they've lost four in their last six they are one point above Nottingham Forest uh, it's, it, it really isn't looking good for them at all I mean Bournemouth are a couple of points ahead of them I mean, it, was a, it was a big win for Bournemouth who had lost four on the spin um, but yes I'd, 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 I mean you saw was it um, I can't remember there was a shirt thrown back someone said it was Alex Iwobi's shirt was thrown back at him mm. although others were suggesting it was someone in the crowd who took off their shirt and threw it at them imagine going home that far with like no shirt on yeah I, I went to see a band the other night and there was did you get your top off a guy there was a guy in front of me who did and he was absolutely wasted and when he obviously felt too sick to carry on he put <laughs> he put his coat on mm. and left 
but he left his t-shirt and sweatshirt behind Gee, him. You had a bit of that, did you? <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. Saves me, saves me tenner. Proper turn the wind against us kind of vibe. With a duffel jacket on. Duffel jacket. Duffel coat? Duffel jacket. Yeah, either. Yeah, cool. Uh, a duffel bag. Duffel bag. Which, who did you see? I went to see Jamie T. Oh, did you? Yeah. Get a load of that. All about Southwest 19, baby. Come on. Invite us all next time, Andy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Everton, they weren't very happy. You can understand why. Jordan Pickford... I'm hoping it, that's like, you know, when you when, when you do your driving test. Get that one out of the way in the warm-up before the actual <laughs> test, you know. Um, because, yeah, we... I don't uh, think you're allowed to beach the car in the bit before it starts. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. Yeah. You Crashing on your way to your driving test. Like, Thank God I got that out of my system. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I did think myself. Come on, Jordan. Um, but, yes. What uh, was he trying to do? He was trying to pat the ball down, collect and throw it maybe. immediately, wasn't it? It was, it was a poor... Very uh, odd. Look, he now knows that not to do that. Which is good. Again, good to, to make these mistakes before. The, the thing that about, like, I, I really appreciate where this is a discussion about Everton and Lampard specifically, but the qu- very quick thing on Pickford, the only thing that gives me comfort is how well he played at the Euros. I know what you mean. Yeah. It seems, yeah. yeah. I, well, I keep sort of saying that about Maguire as well. I mean, what I would say is that Pickford does seem like he clearly has form for, for raising it for England. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm. I definitely feel more confident about that than I do with Maguire. Look, we're all we're all yeah. clinging to that. Let's yeah. let's yeah. just uh, let's all cling we'll to it. We'll be near for heaven week. at quarter to eleven. As <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy T. Sang. There you go. You see, <laughs> upside down, time. inside out. Let's yeah. hope it's not that, Andy. Um, <laughs> Did he do? If you've got the money, if you got the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, but, uh, the chaps. Um, Gary O'Neill. It could be his last game in charge of Bournemouth. He's, I think he's done all right considering. Um, of course, but the big talk on the South Coast is that they are apparently in talks with Marcelo Bielsa. Jokes. Make it happen! Come Make on! It happen. That is jokes. That is lovely stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Could you see him just having an ice cream on the promenade dish, taking it easy with his little plastic bag? <laughs> <laughs> you imagine, like, imagine he gets like soft serve, but not in a cone and not in a cup, but in his plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> just dig into squirts it. Squirts it through his, he bites the end off it. <laughs> Fill it all up. <laughs> Squirt it into his mouth. Like, it was like the, what they use for, to ice a cake. Yeah. Is I it? mean, I mean, he has got proper turn the wings against his vibes. <laughs> yeah. To be fair. Yeah. I, I think that'd be quite nice. I'd be excited if I was a Bournemouth fan. Oh, come on. I mean, you... just to have him back in the Premier League yeah. as well. Yeah, of course. I but so. Well, you know what? He, I mean, we remember, of course, uh, his time at Leeds because it wasn't that long ago. But I mean... Do you think Dominic Solanke is going to run for him? Uh, I think so, maybe. <laughs> Why not, eh? Why Produce not? Produce a child outside laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so, so we're, we're intrigued there. So, uh, But yes, but Frank Lampard is under pressure. He is under pressure. Do you remember we spoke in about, it must have been the start of October, so Everton had just beaten Southampton, which I think their second win in a row, and before that had a series of draws. So mm. in isolation, right. it was this unbeaten run, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, do we need to give him more credit? And something about that didn't sit well with me in terms of, mm. You know, just watching the games, it didn't seem like they mm. had... And you kept very quiet, didn't you? No, I said it at the time. I oh, think. did you? I said, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, they're in a good moment. <laughs> I will not be silenced by these draws. Yeah. No, but it, but it felt like you, you didn't necessarily see something tangible there. I don't think they've improved under him. No, not really. And I, and I can't see where it's where that improvement is going to come the, from. The, the thing is, I've said all along with Lampard, unless he, like, they massively overachieve, I don't think you can particularly tell whether he's a mm-hmm. good or a bad coach from this particular experience because Ever- yeah. Everton are such a mess he will, on every level. He'll probably take over after Southgate leaves England though, Lampard, do you not know think? 
Well, Potter would be out of the job then, so why don't you give it to him? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to work out who's next in line for the throne. Could be probably Potter. <laughs> Powell's not going anywhere, company man. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lampard, Gerard as well. Co-managers, there we go. What can go wrong? When one manages, one sits on the England bench. just have no choice but to win the World Cup now. <laughs> yeah. Just to keep yeah, Gareth we, in We really need to, hey, People moan about Southgate. Come like, on, Gareth. Don't let us down. Don't it always seem to go. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yes, the Lampard's under pressure. A lot of the British managers under pressure. David Moyes, you'd say, at West Ham. They didn't uh, They didn't end their little uh, segment of the season mm. uh, very, very well either. So, uh, yeah, they're all down there. They're all down there, my goodness. We will have to wait, of course, until the 26th of December until the Premier League returns to find out how it all concludes. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, the Championship, of course, returns properly on the 10th of December. League One and Two have a, a brief break after this weekend and then restur- re- return at the start of the month. Proper football. Proper, Proper football. football. That's what we like to see. Mm. Um, there we are. That's I mean, yeah, Mid-November... Like yesterday, the sun was out. It seems strange, you know. We, we were wrapping up the Premier League for a bit until the Premier Clausura returns <laughs> at the end of December. And uh, how, how are you feeling about it, chap? It's fucking stupid, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It I'm really. Sure. But I cannot deny the excitement of the World Cup. It, it can't be denied. I'm afraid. And this, this is, is why that's sports, the problem. That's how they get you. Is so the Newcastle United fan yeah. is really happy about the World Cup <laughs> having soon. Of, sports. There's a lot of jealous who are giving uh, Newcastle fans the boot. You know, for 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 enjoying the fact that Mike Ashley's not at the club anymore. Peter, like, they're all on this. Twitter. Don't do on this. Twitter Peter, tweeting away, do aren't this. they? Don't do yeah? this. Major shareholder, the Saudis. Don't do this. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting is what it is, Marcus. You see. And sp- what about re will save the world. There we are. Do you remember to retweet this show when it goes out on Twitter later? <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. No, oh dear. <laughs> Bloody sports washing. Well, uh, speaking of which, uh, of course, as we mentioned earlier, the second episode of Inside the Qatar World Cup is out tomorrow. We've got a special World Cup themed guide too on Wednesday as well and on the continent is back on Thursday as usual before the small matter of a World Cup preview show on Friday my goodness thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble part of the ACAST Creator Network absolute pleasure everybody thank you Andy Brassel thank you so much thank you Peter Donaldson goodbye all thank you for tuning to Raja thank you see you soon everybody. fuck this Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.